Foodies Rock with Leslie Chesterman on show 97.7. An expert's guide for what to put in your mouth and where to do it. At 7.09, hello, Leslie Chesterman. Hello, Terry DeMonte. How's it going? Well, just fine and dandy, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) I keep seeing posts of you on social media with a mask on with these angry eyes above the mask. It's not angry, sad. It's not angry, mad. It's kind of a different angry. Well, yes, you know, yesterday, um, you know, we keep getting these. uh, I watch the daily press conferences and the the numbers keep going up. And, uh, you know, the, the, the news just doesn't seem to get any better here in Quebec. And now we have the... Uh, dubious distinction of having uh, more than half the cases in the country right here in the province. Yeah. And I just, every day I wake up and I wonder what we're doing wrong. So I'm trying to okay. encourage yeah. people to be kind, to be safe, to be nice, and uh, to keep trying to plank this GD thing. Yeah, yeah because too, we, we feel so useless in so many ways when yeah. so many people are being so overly useful, like doctors and nurses yes. who are beyond the beyond. Yes. The feeling of being at home and saying, well, being at home is being useful. Yes, but, yeah. we, you know, that's the thing, that kind of helplessness. I think that's what makes us angry, too. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's a way. Trudy and I were just talking about that, and, and I just... Uh, I'm trying to use, you know, my platform and uh, the responsibility that comes with sitting in this chair, even though the chair is at the dining room table this morning, um, (laughs) to to try and remind people, you know, that that we've got work to do. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's even funny. I was going to the store yesterday, which now has become used. It was my favorite thing in the world buying groceries. And now I just try to go as you know, infrequently as possible. And my mother's like, are you wearing your mask? You know, of course, the moms <laughs> will be moms. And, yep. and, uh, and it's, you know, I'm like, no, I didn't bring the mask. And she actually gave me a mask. She's like, why are you wearing the mask that I gave you? And, uh, you know, I get into the store and all the young kids working there aren't wearing masks. And I'm like, look at this, you know, it's, they have moms too. And we're all concerned together. And so you just kind of quickly buy your stuff and run out yeah. and, uh, hope not breathe. I don't think I breathed the whole time I was in the store because I wasn't yeah. wearing the mask. And, uh, so, you know, these are just strange times that we're not used to. We're such yeah. social animals. Well, I, and and enough, yeah. I don't know about you, but when you shop, are there, so I had small, I, there's a small celebrations of victory yesterday. I found right. sanitizing wipes and flour. It was very exciting <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> I know, exactly. You would have never. You know, oh, I, well, the other day I actually ran out of toilet paper because I had enough to you know, start right. my own business. But uh, And I thought, oh, what am I going to do? But, of course, that's all been restocked. And yesterday I came very close to buying a 40-kilogram bag of flour. I looked at it, and I'm like, don't. <laughs> Don't. Although, you know, but just you don't have to. But it was there and I was tempted. It was like gold, you know, like caviar or I don't like caviar. It's a bad comparison. But uh, yeah, no, you're right. Like things. And even those bags weren't there before this. Yeah. My store never had 40 kilogram bags of flour. I know. But uh, considering but, the amount of bread I'm making, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of that, by the way, uh, tip of the cap to you again. Um, this, all of this talk of baking and everything uh, spurred us on to buy a stand mixer. And on the weekend, oh. I was uh, I was the recipient of uh, uh, Jess uh, baking your homemade buns. And oh ah, boy, the oh buns. boy, the hamburger buns with the oh, sesame. Right. Oh boy, were they good. Well, you know, hey, something good. like, okay, the, if we could find a small positive of the quarantine, it's yeah. all the fact that, you know, we're suddenly cooking a lot more than before, and a lot of things that maybe we didn't have time to do now, what we have time to do, and 
You know, I never really made hamburger buns after I got out of cooking school, and I will not go back. I mean, after this, I've never. Yeah. Bought, oops, oops, I shouldn't say that because the people well, are selling hamburger buns. <laughs> yeah, but if you can, you know, it's yeah. really a fun thing to do because they really are so much better yeah. uh, than the commercial buns. And you know, this week, what I want to talk about a little bit is there's a situation cropping up, which everybody's talking about last week and this week is the situation with the farmers. Because imagine with all these restaurant clothes that the whole chain of production that goes towards the, the restaurants is completely completely come to a halt. For instance, three quarters of the potatoes sold in this country go directly to restaurants and most of them in the form of French fried potatoes. And because all these restaurants are closed or so many of them, especially fast food restaurants, I know some are reopening, some aren't. Um, there is an amazing glut of potatoes in this country. And when I'm talking about amazing glut, I'm talking about 200 million pounds of potatoes that are stuck in storage. Uh, throughout the country, which is causing a big problem because we have to think that they're you know, they're considering planting for the next year now. So in the fall, when the new potatoes come in, all the old potatoes will be sitting there. Wow. So right now, uh, an idea would be to try to – in Belgium, it's so bad with the potatoes that the government has asked the population to eat French fries at home twice a week. Yeah. I mean, when the government asks you to do it, you got to listen, right? So <laughs> right. I'm thinking yeah. we in Canada, too. I mean, there are other things. You know, Jamie Oliver, I just saw do incred- an incredible video. He started one with uh, cheese factories or cheese farmers in in the U.K. that were really hurting. And he put together a box with three different kinds of cheeses. And he sold so many that he's kind of more or less saved those companies. Wow. He now this morning was talking about a duck farm that they're going to go under if people don't buy duck because there's a rotation with these animals. And I know vegetarians don't like to hear this, but that's the fact. And in the States, it's so bad with pork that you mean you can't when you start reading about the pork situation in the States, you're just like, whoa. But, you know, or chicks, euthanized chicks, eggs that are being destroyed, milk that is being dumped. So when it comes to any way we can help at home, it's not just staying at home, but another way is to maybe help pass some of this food. So if you can start with potatoes, that would be a great way. And, you know, I started making French fries at home two weeks ago, not because I knew there were tons of potatoes in storage, but I missed eating French fries because I wasn't eating enough bread. So uh, I'll tell you. And, um, you know, I go for long walks, you know, around yeah. my block. And, uh, yeah, I walk up the stairs of my house. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, I worry. <laughs> I'm worrying burns a lot of calories, I've discovered. But uh, for people who want to make French fries, and really, you know, if people are making sourdough bread, people, which, uh, you know, good to, good for you because that's hard. That's advanced. French fries are easy. But I'll give you a – we have a recipe that we're going to post on the show website, but I'm going to tell you quickly how you can make French fries uh, at home, Belgian style. And i got to say that they were kind of the best French fries I ever had. Okay. Everybody here was very happy in my house. It won't happen often, but if the government <laughs> tells me – I'm pretending I'm Belgian this week, and the government has actually forced me to eat French fries. But uh, maybe Trudeau will come out and ask us to start eating French fries and, you know, things like that. But uh, So for French fries, this is such a controversial topic about how you make a proper French fry. I mean, Anthony Bourdain went on and on about this. By God, don't we miss Anthony Bourdain Oh, these boy, days do we he, ever. He had a lot to say about yeah. this quarantine. And saving restaurants, maybe he would have been such a great spokesperson for the restaurants. Anyway, sidebar. Um, what I think the thing with French fries is that, first of all, there's the whole potato debate. So having tested quite a few potatoes since this started, I will tell you there are two potatoes I really recommend for French fries. One is the Idaho potato, otherwise known as the russet, which is the one that really, I think that's the big one that a lot of them are in storage. My big question is if the ones are in storage, you're going to make them way 
into uh, stores that will say like French fried potatoes. You can find some uh, potatoes in stores that do say French fried potatoes, and they're russets. So russets are what you go for, or Yukon Gold, which make a fantastic French fry too. Uh, a lot of people soak them overnight. You don't have to do that. What you have to do, though, is when you cut them, and for cutting them, really the secret, and a friend, this friend of mine, Karen, said to me, get the Starfrit French fry thing. You, it's so easy, and it's true. Starfrit, this Quebec company, makes this kind of very, sorry, Starfrit, but kind of dinky-looking French fry cutter, but it happens <laughs> to work like crazy. And I even saw them in my supermarket. So you can find this French fry cutter. So you just peel the potatoes. You don't even have to peel the potatoes. Uh, you peel the potatoes if you... Uh, you can make them with the skins on, but I think that's a little lazy. But some people love that. Um, so you then you so you put them through the French fry machine. You rinse them in cold water. You don't have to soak them forever. You can soak them for while you're waiting to do whatever. While you're cutting them, you can soak them. Then you blanch them in boiling water for one minute. Then you fry them in peanut oil at 150 degrees. Is everybody writing this down while you're, you know, <laughs> drinking your coffee? 150 degrees for nine, about nine minutes, or they say five to ten minutes. But when they start to color, when they start to get kind of golden, you take them out. You let them rest at least half an hour and cool down, and that is the big secret for the Belgian French fry makers. Some of them even stick them in the freezer at that point. Wow. They really have to be cool when they go into the second fry, which is at 170 degrees, and that is really for three minutes. Yep. So let's say you're making dinner. You can prepare your French fries up to the first fry, 150 degrees for until they're golden. Take them out, put them on paper towels, and then when you're ready to eat, you just heat up your peanut oil, and you put them in there really for a about 90 seconds, like it doesn't take long, and hot, gorgeous French fries. Toss them in a bowl with some salt, and Bob's your uncle. You have French fries, and you've saved a farmer. Or I don't want to say you saved a farmer, yeah. but you've done your bit. You've done your yeah. bit. I, I didn't know that there was a Belgian secret. When I was a kid, there was a, an A&W on Sources Road, which is gone now, um, and my buddy worked at this A&W, and after it closed... Um, I would uh, join him. He would he would be closing for the night. I would join him at the NW, and we would have a. He would make a great 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 grandpa burger, and then he asked me if we would uh, if I wanted to have uh, reheats. And I said, "What are reheats?" Cool. He goes, "You've never had French fries until you fried them twice." And I'll never forget the night that he did that for us. They were wow. so delicious. I didn't know that that was the secret. Well, I've got an extra special little secret because, and it makes sense with what you're telling me because the other day I did the double fry and then I had two batches because we were tasting the Yukon Gold next to the russet. Right. And there were some that were a little bit pale. So one of my children who likes to complain started to complain <laughs> saying, these are a little bit pale, mom. And I said, instead of complaining, why don't you go fry them a third time, okay? And okay. he's like, great. So we get the oil to 100, for the second fry, 170 to 190 degrees. You have a little bit of leeway there. You pop them in there for 30 seconds for the third fry. Oh, my God. Really? Like the French wow. fries of your dreams. And that makes sense with your friend from A&W because I've yeah. been at A&W that they had already been pre-fried once when yes. he was doing the second fry. So you were eating a third fry, too. Wow. Wow. I know. This is, uh, you see, so everybody's been making bread. So this yeah. week, start making French fries. And... 
you know, it's you're doing your duty and it's fantastic. Yes. And you and can either dip them in mayonnaise or in ketchup or in poutine sauce or whatever. Do the know. boys Put do the, the boys, curds on there? Do the boys like being your test kitchen, by the way? Yes. <laughs> they, yes. they must. Although I'll tell you, the other day one of them came up to me and said, You're making too much food. This is not good. Oh, I'm feeling fat. And then yeah. at like nine o'clock at night I catch him like coming in from somewhere without asking his mother. I'm like, What's in the bag? He's like, Ice cream. Okay. So like don't complain that I'm making yeah. too much good food and then sneak out to get ice cream. You know, uh, you'll this be, is what it's like around you'll, here. You'll be pleased to know it's International No Diet Day. So oh. uh, there you go. Esteban, people are asking for what now? Esteban just said in my ear, we're looking for what recipe? They're asking if there's a recipe for the hamburger buns. Oh, well, you know what? i got to say, that is not my recipe. That's full credit to King Arthur Flowers. So go to kingarthurflower.com. Okay. And you will find it's, it's like best hamburger buns or something, and oh, they're yeah. fantastic. There's oh, a yeah. tablespoon of yeast in there. There's an egg in there just yeah. for people to know. And really, like, even if you're not a good baker or anything, give it a try, because even if your results are half as good as mine, they'll be great. Yeah, listen. And, it, uh, it, you know, it's barbecue season coming up, yeah, so why not? Yeah, it, it was Jess's first go, and they were delicious, so there you go. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah. listen, French thanks. French fries and hamburgers. Yeah, French fries and hamburgers on <laughs> international you no go. diet day. Leslie, thank you. Enjoy the week. Right. Say hi to the family. Stay safe. We'll talk next Wednesday.